0: And you know, he loves us so much that he forgives us, but he whoops you behind, too. Right. Yeah, some of y'all getting old and new whippings. You thought you got away, but now that they're spanking, see, see, y'all not like the old mothers. When my mama told me, she said, You know what, Joe, you keep on. She said, Because you already on old and new. <laughs> and see, mothers of not like mothers of today. Uh uh, uh uh, you know what? Because if they told you you were gonna get an old and new whipping, you know what? And that's where all that talking came from. That's where it came from. Did not tell you last week not to go over there and you did what I told you not to do. As a matter of fact, two months ago you to go to that store and come straight back but you want to go to your friend's house did not i mean they just go out you would be like how can you remember all of that
1: blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water come worship with us Internation of Faith, Church of the Living God. 1279 Peking Road, Leesville, Louisiana. Where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. Let men, let men have dominion. So he limited himself to what you allow him to do. He's given us what? Dominion and authority he's given us dominion and authority. So everything that takes place in the earth that is of God must be brought about through the vehicle of prayer Amen. It's not gonna just happen Well, if God wants to do it, he just won't to have to do it. No, 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 no no. You are the vehicle and your prayer life and your banding together. That's what's going to release the plan of God Amen. Now I know God gave me this 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 message and, 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 you know, the enemy doesn't want you to hear this message. He wants you to seem so uninterested. Oh, I heard that before. No, you haven't. And if you heard it before, why are you not doing it?
0: <laughs>
1: the proof is in the pudding. Come on, somebody. Now, if prayer is the vehicle, it is the vehicle to get us to the destination, Right? But with any vehicle, what do you need for that vehicle to move? Everybody say fuel. 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 Without fuel, that vehicle is not going to move. So if prayer is the vehicle and what, the, the, the fuel is what causes prayer to move, what is the fuel? I'm glad you asked. Fuel is the intimacy with God. That's a deeper level of prayer, because you may be praying, but you may not be praying with intimacy. You may be calling out words, but you may not be praying with intimacy. You may be speaking in tongues, shaka zula, shaka calm, come outside and tie my tie, (laughs) but is it with intimacy? You know, when people are praying, I'm not listening to how intellectual they are, how eloquent they are in this speech. I I can tell when people are intimate with God. There's something about their prayer life. There's something about their ministry. You know they've been with God. Come on. How many of you have the the type of discernment to know? You know an an entertainer from the real deal. Touch somebody and say, intimacy with God. That's the few... You need fuel. If you're driving the car, amen, without fuel, you're not going to get very far. Although you may be moving for a moment without fuel in time, you're not going to get far. You're going to stop. You're going to come to a halt. But when you have intimacy with God, that's what keeps you moving. So a lot of us, we get excited about the plan. We say, oh, yes, I'm excited about the vision. I'm excited about what God's going to do, and this, and that, and the other, and yeah, 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 and hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. And we say we're in it, and we're we're committed, and this, that, and the other. But just let something pop up. Uh Uh-oh. just let a little offense come up. Just let the devil show up some kind of way. We're going to see if you're going to continue in that commitment. How many of you know faithfulness is not faithfulness until it's been tested? Commitment is not a commitment until you've been tested. How many of you have been tested? Let me see your hands. Did you pass the test? Come on, give God praise right now if you passed the test. And people come to a halt. They come to a stop. Why? It's because their tanks are empty. Their tanks are empty. No fuel. No fuel. Now they're doing things out of, out of religiosity, out of, out of, you know, they're going through the motions. I want to ask you a question. Have you been going through the motions? Or is your worship real? Is your service real? Is your being here real? Is your being connected to God's vision? Is it it for real? Because if it's not for real, you're going to be be tested. And if it's not real, if you're not not fueled up, if if you're not filled with, with the Holy Spirit through intimacy with God through prayer, you're going to come to a stop. You're going to quit. And your quitting is only revealing your true motivations. Man, this is good. Somebody say intimacy with God. God. That's what I want, people of God. I want intimacy with him. See, wherever there's intimacy, there's power. There's passion. How do you get that intimacy? You cannot fellowship with God and the devil and have intimacy with God. The Bible says in Corinthians, you cannot fellowship with darkness and light. How can Baal and Jesus Christ have a relationship? You're not not going to do it. It's either God or the devil. devil. Come on, somebody. You you know, you you can't be intimate with God and and, and intimate with with mess. And and allowing yourself to become a garbage disposal. So when people quit their ministries, there was a lacking of intimacy with God. Because it's something about being intimate with God. It's something about having that intimacy with him. Where you know that you know that you know. That if you are focused on him and his plan and his power is flowing in your life. Regardless of what's going on around you. Greater is he that's within you. See some of you are not there yet. Because you're basing your commitment on what other people are doing or not doing. But when you know, oh, regardless of what they say or do, regardless of what happens in my finances, what happens on my job, oh, greater is he that's within me. As a matter of fact, you can take my money, you can take my car, you can take my house, but you can't take my Jesus. That's intimacy. That's intimacy. That's intimacy. That's intimacy. Just got laid off your job, still showing up at your post, still worshiping, still serving the Lord. That's intimacy. That's intimacy. Body racked with pain, back hurting, head hurting, feet hurting, but you're still lifting up your hands. You're still worshiping Him. You're still saying, Lord, though they slay me, yet shall I trust Him. That's intimacy. And that is the most powerful church that is birthed and that is released in the earth. The church, my God, the church that can prevail in prayer. Let me bring this to a close. So the thing that fuels us in prayer is being with the one who loves us. Prayer is not about focusing on the problem. It's about being with the one who loves us. What would happen? Look at me for a moment. What would happen if you just fell in love with Jesus? I wonder what would would happen in your life. I wonder what would happen, Sister Georgia, if everybody came in here that was so in love with Jesus. You wouldn't have to beg them to worship. You wouldn't have to beg them to praise God. Jesus rebuked the church in the book of Revelations. He says, yes, you've been doing some good works. But you have left your first love. You need to come back to your first love. Because I don't want you to be so caught up in the works of the kingdom when you forget intimacy with the king of the kingdom. It's not about okay, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that, you're gonna do that, you're gonna do that, you're gonna do, you get a bunch of do's, but you have you have people serving with no intimacy. They don't like you because they don't love him. There's no way you can be intimate with him and be hateful with her. Because when you're intimate with him. He'll cause you to even love the unlovable and the unlovely. Come on, do you have the real deal or not? It's not enough to launch a church where people are doing the works of the kingdom. They're doing the outreach. They're doing the singing. They're playing the instruments. They're sounding wonderful. But they have no intimacy with Jesus. It's all mechanics. It's all religious. It's the religiosity. It's all just going through the motions. It's all just appearing to be spiritual. The praying church, the praying church is a real church who's intimate with the king oh, I want to do the work of the kingdom. Oh, we're going to do exploits. Oh, we're going to go into the highways. Oh, we're going to go into the byways. Oh, we're going to build all these wonderful things that we've been prophesying. But it cannot be without intimacy. Amen. Because otherwise, we're doing it for the wrong reasons. There's our close, intimacy is that fuel. When you fall in love, with the person of Jesus Christ, you become equipped to proclaim his message. You become equipped, amen, to, to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. I was thinking about this today. Uh, in, my, in my library, I have books of, of great men and women of God that have gone home before us, gone on before us with the Lord. Great men of God like Smith Wigglesworth and, and Jack Cole and and William Branham and Catherine Kuhlman, great mighty woman of God, and A.A. And A. Allen. I have books on them. I set, they walked in miracles, signs, and wonders. Healing ministry, William Branham can call you out right here. He can tell you your address, your phone number, your social security number. He wouldn't say it on the mic and all that. But he can tell you your bank account. He can tell you all that. And as a young minister, I got so excited about that until God opened up my eyes to the true power, the true source of how these ministries were operating. Because I saw with A.A. A. Allen, he was praying eight hours a day. <laughs> Smith Wigglesworth, constant prayer. See, we're willing to do all the the, the miracles and we're willing to do all the signs and the wonder. But we don't want to pray. And we don't want to spend time with God. So at 19 years old, God put me on a fast. Eight hours a day just in his presence. I just made sure things were done. And he says, I want you to do this as a regular. And even when you're taking care of natural things, live in such a way that you're always conscious of my presence. Because every now and then I got to say thank you, Lord. I got to say, Lord, what what, what, what do you think about this? I got to say, Lord, what's your thoughts about that? See, because some of you, you just have morning prayer, and that's it. But you have to have a lifestyle of prayer. You've got to live a a prayerful life and a fasted
0: life.